A reading from the first book of Kings. Solomon went to Gibeon to sacrifice there because that was the most renowned high place. Upon its altar, Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night. God said, ask something of me and I will give it to you. Solomon answered, you have shown great favor to your servant, my father David, because he behaved faithfully toward you with justice and an upright heart. And you have continued this great favor toward him even today, seating a son on his of his on his throne. O Lord, my God, you have made me your servant, king to succeed my father David. But I am a mere youth, not knowing at all how to act. I serve you in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a people so vast that it cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding heart to judge your people and to distinguish right from wrong. For who is able to govern this vast people of yours? The Lord was pleased that Solomon made this request. So God said to him, Because you have asked for this, not a long life for yourself, nor for riches, nor for the life of your enemies, but for understanding, so that you may know what is right, I do as you requested. I give you a heart so wise and understanding that there has never been anyone like you up to now, and after you there will come no one to equal you. In addition, I give you what you have not asked for, such riches and glory, that among kings there is not your like. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, teach me your statutes. How shall a young man be faultless in his way by keeping to your word? With all my heart I seek you. Let me not stray from your commands. Lord, teach me your statutes. Within my heart I treasure your promise that I may not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. Lord, teach me your statutes. With my lips I declare all the ordinances of your mouth. In the way of your decrees I rejoice as much as in all riches. Lord, teach me your statutes. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The apostles gathered together with Jesus and reported all they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. People were coming and going in great numbers, and they had no opportunity even to eat. So they went off in the boat by themselves to a deserted place. People saw them leaving, and many came to know about it. They hastened there on foot from all the towns and arrived at the place before them. When Jesus disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, for they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is a really beautiful scene in our Gospel. The apostles have been very busy in the apostolate, working, preaching, casting out demons, and so forth. So they're they're working. Um, they come back and they tell Jesus all these things that they've done, all the the work, the the accomplishments. Jesus says we need to go and pray. We need to go apart by ourselves. We need to leave the work, leave the activity and be in silence. And this is where Jesus would, I'm sure, teach them how to pray because when they were in silence, he was probably actually talking to them. I mean, Jesus, God, so it's like kind of training them how to pray. After he's going to ascend to heaven, they're no longer going to be able to have him physically to pray, to talk to. So 
but they are going to be able to talk to him spiritually. So these apostles needed to relate to the Lord what was going on. I'm sure they were filled with a lot of joy and excitement, uh, but maybe there were some of them who were confused. Maybe some of them were rejected. Remember, Jesus tells them, look, you're going to be rejected. Shake the dust from your feet. So maybe that was a painful experience for them. All these interior movements that they're having while they're working, Jesus is saying you have to pay attention to that. Because, again, that's where that's where we connect with God in, in these interior movements. You know, I'm feeling blessed in this or I'm feeling uh, pain and, and hurt. We can only do that if we, if we leave the work and pray. And what that does is not take us away from the people, but actually makes us stronger and better so that when we do return to the work, to the apostle, that we're ready. So it's a model that all of you very much need to follow throughout your lives. That's why I emphasize prayer so much every day. You, have, you go to work. You have a variety of experiences in, in your work. You're interacting with your spouse. Again, a variety of interior movements. Maybe you had a fight with your spouse or you're, you didn't have a fight, but you're filled with you know, maybe some bitterness or resentment um, or you're, you're happy. Little slights here and there, little comments that kind of disrupt your peace. Those are all things to, to retreat by yourself to a quiet place and to lift up to the Lord. Your spouse, the people at your work, they don't mean well, or I'm sorry, they don't mean poorly. They're not out to maliciously hurt you, but they can't, they don't know your heart exactly. They don't know exactly what you need. And usually we're not the best of communicating our heart. So they, even if they could fulfill our needs, they wouldn't know how to because we don't let them know. But God knows your heart. God knows your needs. He's the one that can fulfill you truly. And that's why you need to be with him. Amen.